Nerd of Mouth. I'm your co-host Mike Lawrence, and I'm your co-host Jake Young. And uh, we are going to review Suicide Squad because no one has to, <laughs> but we will anyway. Is this a good film or corporate meddling? <laughs> we had lots of hype for Jared Leto's acting ability. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! I'm sorry. I couldn't. Get, I couldn't get it there. Really sucked, really bad. <laughs> Worst two hours that I had. <laughs> Even though it sucked balls, nothing really matters or it happens killed. at all. It I saw the shitty film, nobody liked it. So the moose got a moose, 30% rotten tomatoes. Uh, it did kill over the box. It did. It did do very well in the box office. It's currently already lots of special effects. Harley Quinn erect. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! What do we? Mm, it's this movie, man. This fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, I trust Marcus's opinion more on this than us because he didn't see it. <laughs> That's the best review. <laughs> oh, this film ain't no good. No. <laughs> it stinks. Yeah, this movie sucked. Uh, but here's the thing. Even though. I understand this movie stank and it was awful and it was yeah. not good and it was a legit mess. Like like more yeah. so than a movie I've ever seen in recent memory. It was like literally cobbled <laughs> together and cut and Where stapled. does it belong? Hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I didn't hate it like I hated Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. No, that's true. It didn't make me as angry, but it definitely made me feel the oldest. <laughs> like this, that's yeah. Mm. This this movie is for fourteen year old white children of Trump's supporters <laughs> who still find the word boner funny, <laughs> and will three years after uh, they first discover their boners at the age of. 14 will come up with the word finger blast independently <laughs> and then be saddened when they find out that's already been said by someone else. Very true. Very true. I couldn't, that's the thing is I couldn't get mad at it's like fucking fake edgy, uh, like, uh, uh, just kind of like bullshit because I remember being the exact age where I fell hook, line and sinker for that shit. It what if what if uh, the Arkham Asylum games had worse graphics and you couldn't play the game? <laughs> Is a question that Suicide Squad answers. What if the edgy movie was literally just all the shitty parts of a Marvel movie, including a weird energy MacGuffin, a bunch of faceless, dumb hench goons so that the heroes can kill them without any moral qualms, and an uncompelling villain? What if Guardians of the Galaxy discovered cutting... <laughs> And couldn't get over its parents' divorce. <laughs> Who was the villain in this? Oh, God. Um, I'd say David Ayer, uh, <laughs> Jeff Johns. <laughs> you set me up! And a series of test audiences in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who were like, oh, Big Willie style, still got it. Ooh, we'll get into Big Willie. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So the, 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 basic, the basic plot, because uh, that's all you get of the movie, is, you know, they... Uh, you know, Amanda Waller, who is the best part of the film by far. Viola, I, I will say this. Let's, let's talk positives. Uh, Viola Davis, um, 
fucking amazing in this movie. No, she was Amanda Waller. Yeah, I wish I could see the movie that she thought she was in. Because <laughs> she fucking acts the hell out of it. And I will, I will, bold statement here, I think she's better than Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury, and I always compare black actors to other black actors. Oh, I was just no. thinking that, is that the she actually has the level of menace and yeah. kind of like a uh, amoral kind of like shark in the water feeling that they try to give Nick Fury sometimes, but like she fucking shoots guys in the face for seeing things they weren't meant to see. Yeah, they keep the camera on him too long for him to ever be mysterious, mm-hmm. and I never know what he's like actually doing like it it just like him as a presence is great in the marvel films but everything about her character was fucking awesome i mean it is the justice league unlimited like you know john ostrander suicide squad amanda waller on the on the screen like it's fucking great i'm pretty sure she's the only one who read a comic book yeah uh we're gonna disagree on this i feel but like fuck it man i really liked will smith in this it's here's the thing he's He's making jokes, he's shooting guns at monsters, and he cares about his impossibly precocious kid. It's like the 90s never stopped. It's literally like pre-Wild Wild West, yeah, Will Smith got yanked through a time hole, given a cool beard, and it's just there on screen. I loved it. But here's my, my two complaints about Will Smith in this movie. One, yeah, it's the same performance he's always done, and we don't even get midget racist Kenneth Brano in a wheelchair. <laughs> you so, say that about everybody. <laughs> except the greatest one of all time. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, and the other thing is this did not feel like Floyd Lawton at all. Oh, I never yeah. felt like I was watching Deadshot. I recently reread the uh, 88, um, I think it's 88, uh, Deadshot miniseries. And the whole thing about Deadshot is that he's kind of joking and all that, but he's also really sad. And um, his family's really fucked up. And in this, he's like, I'm just a good person, and I don't kill these people and these people. Like, No women that, or kids. That's a movie yeah. shorthand for nice assassin. Mm-hmm. That was just in Will Smith's contract. Like, yeah. I still must be likable. And, and the thing is, Floyd Lawton, you know, Deadshot, like, in the comics – is suicidal. That's why he's on Suicide Squad. He purposely takes on missions that he thinks he'll die in because he doesn't want to live. And I didn't feel any of that in this film at all. Uh, he I, had a very clear reason to live and was very positive, and I don't think that's the character. But they fucked up Harley Quinn way more. And ooh, this okay. is something I, I really want to talk about. We I mean, we're just going to go all over the place. The basic plot of the just movie. Just like the movie. <laughs> yeah. The basic plot and villain of the movie is that, you know, they, the team never even meets Enchantress, but they have Enchantress working for them. Mm-hmm. And Enchantress, whose real name is June Moon. Dr. June Moon. Mm-hmm. Because even comic books could be too dumb sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I, I read, uh, you know, uh, what is it, uh, Day of Vengeance. I remember June Moon. Yeah. Yeah. And she dates Rick Flagg, who's all up in June Moon's poon. <laughs> oh, you were sitting on that all week. <laughs> and so was Rick Flagg. Uh, well, she was a June Moon's poon. It works, yeah, it works. Fine. I know. <laughs> I went back in and did reshoots on my joke. <laughs> so DC of me. <laughs> no, so um, she gets like this artifact and, and, and it makes her like even more evil. And her brother, Incubus, uh, 
who just feels like the four members of the band Incubus combined into <laughs> one person. Remember Incubus? No one thought of Incubus, and no one ever makes. They don't even. Not even on Family Guy does Peter Griffin go. Remember Incubus? <laughs> like they are completely forgotten. I mean, it's it's Hoobastank just overshadowed them completely. Hit just because of the name. Incubus yeah. had more hits. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, so yeah, her brother Incubus is like this fucking like demon and. They take over Midway City, which is where the Silver Rage Hawkman is from. Haven. <laughs> and um, classic and they, they, city superhero thing, by the way, that the actual the villain and everything is tied to the hero's actions. Yeah. So like nothing of value was accomplished. They didn't no. actually save anything. They just kind of like covered up for their own fuck up, which is yeah. a bunch Enchantress of Enchantress was a villain they brought in, but she never worked with the rest of the team before, so there was no interaction. It wasn't like one of ours went rogue. It's just this was one of Amanda Waller's pet projects, and then she brings in her other pet projects to take care of this pet project. Mm. It makes no sense. And uh, the Incubus character is fucking lame. The CGI is not very good. Makes me a little worried for Darkseid. Mm. You know, because this is kind of like a rock-type creature. I thought it was dumb to, to do that, redundant. You know, I know they're building up to Darkseid. Um, no, you got to get people comfortable with rock guys. Yeah. <laughs> You can't, just, you can't just throw a rock guy out there. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta ease him into it. Yeah. There's only one rock guy America loves, and it's Michael Chiklis. <laughs> and Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Twin towers of rocky goodness. <laughs> oh, God. Rise of the Silver Surfer was an inside job. <laughs> Some people believe it never happened. Mm. Uh, <laughs> even... So, um, so Harley Quinn, uh, I got a lot of problems. I, I like the way her Australian and Brooklyn accents kind of mush together somehow. <laughs> I've done a lot of open mics, so I'm used to seeing overly confident women not be funny. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Boom. It is. It, she bombs so hard, like to the point where you're like, ma'am, you're bombing. Yeah. Yeah. You're really bombing. And this is the thing that really sucks. Like, and and look, I know that they they fucking get these like creators to come out. Deanie was like, oh, she was amazing. They took away what makes Harley Quinn to me. They took away all the abuse. Mm. So, I mean, they literally cut it out of the movie. Yeah. So in the movie, like, because Joker is only in it like maybe ten minutes, if that. And and they cut most of him out too, right? Yeah. And she's, but she's in it a lot, but she's in, you know, the squad and she's on the mission. You know, they have the nanobots that will blow them up if they, you know, fucking uh, mess around or whatever. He is trying to rescue her. Hmm. That is so not. The Joker's trying to rescue Harley Quinn? Yeah, Hmm. because they're in love with each other. That is not the relationship at all. No. No Dini there. Yeah, yeah, no, he wouldn't care. The Joker no. wouldn't care, really. Her rescuing him and then him being an asshole about it, that's the character. But this did not feel Harley Joker to me. And they took out, like, there's a scene where he's, like, doing electroshock therapy, but she's laughing and smiling. They also did something that I really didn't like. And I heard that this was a new 52 retcon that I, I wasn't aware of. He... um he's with her at the ace chemical plant he's already he's already been in the vat of chemicals apparently because he's already all jokered up but then she jumps in the vat of chemicals hmm so she also is all chemicaled up 
I don't like that. It really bothers me because the whole idea of Harley Quinn, and I think what makes her a fascinating character, it isn't just the abuse, but I think more than any other character, and you know, the animated series handled this really one. I think that she's the one that Batman feels like he can still save. Yeah. Mm. That there is this sliver of humanity there. You know, when you watch that one episode, which is great, Harley's Holiday, where, you know, she's like, I paid for the dress. <laughs> and then, like, the you know, it's like the tanks come after her and all that. And it's like this wacky, like, you know, madcap adventure. There's still, like, a humanity at the core there of she was trying to rehabilitate. Like, yeah, she's crazy. But there is, deep down inside, there is still the psychiatrist that wants to help people, and they're still a good person. And when you throw her in the vat of chemicals and all of that's gone, then you lose the humanity of Harleen Quinzel. That's hard to put on a t-shirt. What is easy to put on a t-shirt is Margot Robbie like doing the I'm so crazy finger while like looking cute in booty shorts. Mm. Yeah, and they do a lot of butt zoom-ins. Yeah, they do. Oh, did you see that uh, the comparisons where like they either for the trailers like yeah. added more booty short or in the movie they put more butt in, but there's this yeah. weird discrepancy from shot they to shot. They digitize in certain countries, which I guess makes mm. sense. They digitize the booty shorts to be longer. Oh, okay. That makes uh, way more sense. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. For some reason, I had this vision of just like a gross toad producer being like, more ass. It's still crazy, though. Like, I was in Target on Sunday, and they had Suicide Squad action figures in the toy aisle. Like the Transformers and all the other Marvel and DC stuff. And it is kind of bonkers. Just to have the word suicide. Yeah. <laughs> PG-13, man. I know. But but the toy aisle isn't. Were there, like, Deadpool figures at the time? Like, was that? Deadpool, you know, he's in the Marvel Legends and stuff. He doesn't have his own line. There's always Deadpool figures, and they always they always short pack them, and they're always super expensive. Uh, um, another, uh, so... So, yeah, there was a lot missing from this movie. You could tell they they chopped it up in a bunch of weird ways. They added, like, all these, like, extra graphics in the first half. They added, like, all these flashbacks and everything. They tried to add humor. And, you know, you know, this is my theory on why Jared Leto got cut. You know, why he wasn't in as much as, you know, he filmed or whatever. And even he, like, publicly bitched about it and stuff. Like, what the fuck? I think, you know, when he was in character and sending, like, rat feces and, like, chicken heads to people probably did that to the editor <laughs> <laughs> and the editor was like oh yeah motherfucker like he probably like the actors themselves were like yeah jared that's that's fun you're the joker okay but then the higher up people are like oh yeah motherfucker i mean <laughs> what you want to do you know the first time i read that story about him doing all that stuff i thought it was a joke yeah, yeah. i really did i thought i've actually read it, i was like man this is fucking amazing satire uh, no, he really did that. That's a th that was the most weird thing is that after a year of hype about like you know his transformation and like the controversy and the theories and all that, he's finally on screen and he's just kind of like a Mar like Marilyn Manson in like in some gangster gear. Well, wasn't it, wasn't there a guy that came out and said that he saw a cut like four months ago, three or four months ago, and came out saying it was pretty good and then went and saw the theatrical cut and said, boy, this is awful. There is two. There were two distinct cuts, one veering darker, one veering funnier, and the test audiences decided at the end of the day to put in the funnier cut, which was actually cut by the third-party trailer house that made yeah. that Bohemian Rhapsody trailer uh, that actually got people so, excited about the movie. 
And that's the thing. Oh, it mm. feels like a trailer in the movie. Like, here's what's crazy. Like, the amount of, like, licensed music they use. So the, much. The, the first, like, five or six scenes each have their own song. Hmm. But what's crazy is that they clearly run out of the budget for that. Yeah. It's because like, there's, like, about maybe in 50 minutes where there's no licensed songs. And then they just amp them up at the end again. It's hmm. it's such a disjointed movie. You you can very much tell in that opening part that these, like, the actual score was supposed to be playing because it's these spooky shots of this dank asylum. And it's supposed to, like, you can tell that's what they were going for. But then they just start playing, like, come on, come on, get down with the sickness. No, no, no. Not even that. It's, it's more like, uh, like, sugar, uh, 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 uh. See, it's a juxtaposition. Oh. I mean, it's very, like I said, like, you will walk out of this movie realizing how perfect Guardians of the Galaxy mm, is. Okay. Like, and you can't, you can't stop comparing them because they, they are so similar. It's an ensemble cast with lesser known characters. Yeah. Of redemptive, like, yeah. scumbags trying to do good, but they... Mm. But it's so funny because you you look at the difference between them and, and the, the biggest difference, I mean, I mean, Guardians is, like, probably... I'd put it maybe best comic book movie ever. I, it's up there. Yeah. You know, and, and, and this year, like, after seeing all these other ones, I love Deadpool more and more. I, I would put Guardians and Deadpool, like... At least in top five with a, like the first Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. Like that I'm might be my so. that and, and and the first Avengers. Like, um, that might be. So you're doing pretty much all Marvel for your top five. And then I, I I'd go just in terms of pure like great comic book movies. You know, fucking Sin City and American Splendor. Yeah. You know, and, and what I love in a comic book movie and what's great. Like th- those would probably be it. You know, does Dark Knight make it to the top? Dark Knight's there, yeah. Okay. I think Dark Knight, out of mo- like at least out of all of them, might might be just the best movie. But I will say this: Dark Knight doesn't have a lot of replay value, you know. And that's the thing: individual like, scenes do, individual moments. Yeah, do. absolutely. But every moment the Joker's not on screen is not as good as when he is, and it's a huge difference. There's like a lot of filler in that movie. That fucking dumbass Michael Caine Burma speech, the <laughs> Hong Kong video game sequence where you the tutorial little, where you literally learn booger grenades. I love it when he throws the booger grenades. Where you grenades. just learn your new abilities. That's fucking boring. Like there's moments in it, and, and even the the 20 minutes after you know Joker is apprehended, the deleted scenes of Harvey Dent being caught are just not as compelling. They failed um, to make you care as much about Harvey as you do about the Joker. Um, and that's why, like, you can't even compare Ledger's Joker to Leto's Joker because one's a good Tom Waits impression, <laughs> a great Tom Waits impression. <laughs> my apologies, my apologies. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, Dark Knight, the whole movie revolved around that character for the most part, and the whole city was in the grip of his terror. And in this, Leto is such an afterthought, he barely interacts with anyone but Harley. You just never feel, you never know what he is. He shoots like a dude, but it's like the lamest version of like the pencil scene. Like there's mm. never that scene of like, oh fuck. It, and it's this weird amalgamation of like, he's kind of like mob boss Joker, but you don't really see him commit crimes. There's that awkward scene where he's like, why don't you fuck my girlfriend? And the guy's like, I don't want to fuck my, fuck your girlfriend. And he's like, oh, come on, do it. And he's like, I don't know. And then he shoots him. That was a, that that's was a scene. it. Yeah, it's boring. What is that? 
Why didn't guy just fuck his girlfriend? Because yeah. he's a joker. It was, it was Common. The actor Common. Why didn't Common's gonna fuck your girlfriend? <laughs> yes, Common's gonna fuck your girlfriend. Never, Common's gonna fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> I never know when Common is on screen, and that's why he earns his name. <laughs> Every performance he gives is Common. So I will throw out that, like, this movie is making money. It is resonating with people. And, and like, that. People it, are voting for Trump. And people are voting for Trump. And. I, I, I just got to respect that I had fun in the theater, that it did feel like I did just shooting goons and like even the dumb jokes, at least like it was flashes of color and like that there's going to there is a pushback against Marvel because like a me like if it was a choice between that and a mediocre Marvel movie like an Iron Man three, I'd prefer that. Or Iron Man two. Let me say Iron Man two. I would prefer I'd prefer I'm, Suicide Squad. I'm, I'm, I'm going to. Look, Iron Man 3, it might be... Or Thor 2? Fuck, I would I was, choose... It's a little better than Thor 2. Um, Highest praise! <laughs> I must see, says Mike Arms. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you better than Thor 2 and Iron Man 3. I still think Iron Man 2 is better, because nothing in this... Uh, uh, and Viola Davis is the only reason this is better than the, the, those two movies. Mm -hmm. But fucking, and I will always sing his praises, Sam Rockwell as Justin Be Hammer uh, okay. is the best... Marvel movie villain performance. Even better than Loki. Just that 10 minutes that he's on screen is fucking amazing. I would love to see him and Amanda Waller <laughs> just talking about government contracts for 15 minutes. Just hamming it. It'd be fucking... I want to live both, in a world where that where you get your wish. I always think it's so impressive when you're great in a bad movie. You know, like that you're just like fuck this shit. I'm the fucking best, and I'm still gonna be the best. Mm. You know, when you do a when you do a set, and you you see everyone bombing, and you know you're probably gonna bomb too, and you just fucking bring it, and you get people to laugh. That's like the best feeling in the world. It's it's more. It's the point I'm trying to get to is that the for Marvel brought the comic book movie, the superhero movie, into a multi billion dollar juggernaut. DC is which is owned by Fox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vinny, they brought Vinny Jones, to, uh, and it's been 15 years at this point. Kids have grown up alongside these movies, buddy. Hmm? It's been eight. What? Iron Man was 2008. What was 15 years ago? It's X Men. X Men. Okay, but that yeah. Uh, it's, it's a little bit. I mean, the, the Iron Man and the birth of the Marvel film and the cinematic universe as we know it was a, the huge cultural shift. And those things, yeah, those are like cave drawings, but this is the fucking like real art. I'm saying that like the the kids, the baboos, the, yeah, the, yeah. the they want they want the edge, they want the subversion, and we're 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 entering the dark age of superhero movies, and it's gonna be very interesting. Blade Nugget will rise. <laughs> uh, it's Blade. Oh, big way! <laughs> I smoke cocaine. <laughs> I love p -p prostitutes. <laughs> Snarkity snook. <laughs> but this is this is a, the the thing is that yes we we have too many superhero movies and I am I, I'm at the point where I sympathize with the, you know when people are like oh can you believe what it got on Rotten Tomatoes I sympathize with the guy who fucking saw Cinema Paradiso when he was 15 or like grew up on like Godard and fucking Herzog and you know these like international filmmakers and just wants to write about film. <laughs> and then is told, hey, 
you've got to go review Doctor Strange. It's the seventh one this year. And he's like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I get where that dude's coming from. If you just want to watch, like, good movies and then, like, all these, like, product tie-in, you know, franchises and shit. Yeah. I Look, I understand where Roger Ebert's jaw ended up. Fucking <laughs> 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 like it, it, so, so, somewhere between. <laughs> The Punisher and Punisher Warzone. <laughs> I get why that thing fell off, but I, I, I feel like at least you know the worst. The worst Marvel movie is like forgettable in a bad way, and, and maybe that's a little worse. But like DC, like this is their third film, and I still feel like they have no idea what they're doing at least when marvel makes a bad one i get what they're doing you know mm-hmm. iron man 3 sucked but hey they hired shane black to make a shane black movie and it just didn't work for what marvel does and you know thor 2 it's like ah we need to bridge the gap between this one and the next thing and whatever it was phoned in boring but like these are like th- 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 there's so much thought put into why these movies suck? You oh, you mispronounced money. <laughs> yeah, and 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 it's like just the DC universe cinematically after three films makes no sense. It it does not feel like a cohesive universe oh. at all. You know, we oh we didn't even bring up this thing that the the reason quote unquote that the Suicide Squad is even being formed is that Superman died in Batman yeah. v Superman. And uh, Amanda Waller yeah. wants metahumans that can take down the threats that, you know, because who knows when the next Zod's going to come crashing down. So let's get a clown girl with a baseball bat, a boomerang bank robber, Slipknot. <laughs> a stereotypical <laughs> black guy with a skin condition. Yeah. Uh, Killer Croc wants BET and then gets BET. Uh, like, that's I his, want BET. That's his arc. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean he wants BET? In his in his sewer cell. Yeah. He just wants BET. Oh, he just wants to watch BET? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah, BET that still shows music videos and not 12 hours of infomercials like in real life. Yeah. <laughs> infomercials and white pastures. <laughs> I've watched BET. And, uh, and a guy whose superpower is he doesn't need gasoline to be a flamethrower. <laughs> yeah. He waved. Is it Heat Wave? No, it's uh, El Diablo. Oh, yeah, Heat Wave has a gun. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, this movie's hella racist. Like, so, you know, El, Di- El Diablo dies because he's Latino. Then you have ooh, 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 Slipknot, ooh. who's Native American, and he dies. And he's like, they do like an intro at the beginning where they show like everyone's like, you know, like a little screenshot of them and then like their abilities. He doesn't get one at all. He's just there and they're like, oh, that's Slipknot. He's the world's best climber. And then he. Oh, no, wait. His name's really Slipknot? Yes. Yeah. Like, the I, character must have existed in DC. He lore. was Fury of Firestorm issue 28. I just read it. Uh, originally a white guy named Chris Weiss. But, you know, Adam Beach is a good actor, but they give him nothing. I mean, I'm sure they cut it, but... No, no, he, from the second he was in frame, you're like, oh, he's definitely going to get his head blown up to prove that they mean business. Yeah, that's Uh, it. He tries to escape, and then his head blows up. uh, Oh, shit. All right, this is another... And then then Katana, with the fucking sword that absorbs souls, she's literally, she comes in halfway through the movie, and they're like, oh, that's Katana. She talks to her sword because her husband's soul is in it. 
Like that's supposed to like yeah no that was real bad. Um, also this is this is a minor nitpick, but I just want this on the rec in the digital record. Uh, there's a moment where you know like in the classic hero's journey, there's like the temptation to like go back on your journey, and they show everyone their fantasy worlds. Yeah, and uh, El Diablo's. Uh, he had a previous flashback where, like, his family life was falling apart because he was a gangbanger that used his firepowers to, like, get money. And his wife was, like, screaming at him in Spanish, like, that, you know, don't bring this in the house. Like, sus niños, el jovenes, like, en su casa. Like, like really mad. And it was, like, this d- tense domestic scene. And then in the fantasy version where everything's going okay, she's smiling and speaking English. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> no more. Which is just a weird, like, no weird, more, like, No more fuego. No more fuego. And yeah. sp- like, no, no, no. It's in the fantasy world. Everyone's nice and speaks English. <laughs> but no, so the big the big problem with, with the DC Cinematic Universe is that, you know, they, you know, Batman's in this movie a little bit, stopping the Joker and Harley. You have uh, Flash in a quick cameo. That was not a pun. Uh, <laughs> stopping Captain Boomerang. Okay. Well, he's kind of fun, but they don't do much with him. Um, but, uh, I mean, Boomerang. Uh, and, and then, you you know, Wonder Woman jumped in to fight Doomsday at the end of Batman vs. Superman. A whole city gets evacuated. The heroes never come. Mm-hmm. And and my biggest complaint is that, you know, when you watch Man of Steel and, you know, and you even watch Batman vs. Superman, they act like this is the first time anyone's ever seen, you know, many humans. Mm-hmm. But then they also want you to believe you're watching a world in which Batman is 20 years in has an established rogues gallery on mm. a Robin that was killed years ago. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't fit. I mean, I guess Batman isn't technically a metahuman. I mean, it's just, I guess at that point he no. could just be a weirdo. No, but like all of Man of Steel, no one ever mentions Batman once. Right. But it's like, yeah. oh, it's kind of like that Batman asshole. Yeah. Or not even that Batman asshole, but like, oh, this is like when those villains, you know, attack. Mm-hmm. Like, Killer Croc is in prison. So people know that there's this reptilian guy. You know, El Diablo is in prison. Like you have and and the Joker is the Joker. Like once you have a world with colorful costume criminals, regardless of whether or not they have powers, the idea of this alien coming in doesn't seem as fucking weird. Yeah. That is true. You know, but they act like that didn't happen. They didn't plan for it. They didn't set these seeds. And, you know, I think that Marvel just did a better job of that. Absolutely. Or they did a better job of making it up as they went along. Mm. Because even even when you watch, you know, Iron Man, like, it, it's okay that they don't really mention Captain America. Yeah. But there's the shield in the background. Yeah, yeah that's kind of dumb. But, <laughs> but I also feel like, you know, one of the big differences, just in terms of tone, is that, you know, DC has never had a Stan Lee. And I kind of... But they did have a Jack Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. A lesser Koibi. <laughs> but a Koibi nonetheless. <laughs> a Koibi that needed a Stan Lee. <laughs> that dialogue, woof. <laughs> Rougher than his, the way he draws a woman's face. <laughs> but um, this is... So it's like those moments of, like, levity in a Marvel movie that do kind of like tie it in together. Like, you know, that's one thing you'll see in a Marvel movie, you know, the, the end credit sequence and the Stan Lee cameo, like DC's just never had that. 
And that's what's crazy, too, is that they don't have that because their characters have always been bigger than anyone who makes the shit. Like, Batman is always going to overshadow it's mythology. whatever writer. Yeah. And DC is more into the myth and the legend and, you know, overpowered heroes <laughs> and poorly named cities. But just, the, the, just a, out of the blue Mark Wade cameo, and they like really pots on his face. Who's that, oh, pot? Who's that Ponchi fella? <laughs> <laughs> My hero, uh, the greatest writer ever. But but that's that's what's crazy is that none of their movies have cracked a billion yet, and it's like and all they're doing is relying on character, and they can't do these characters justice enough to make them sell tickets at that mega rate you know yeah. at that avengers rate of a 1.5 billion yeah where know? i'm gonna go see it again you yeah. know like where you know people you go see captain america and you're immediate when i went and saw captain america i immediately thought you're know, like you know what i could see that again it's uh, not but even, the dc movies it's like ah, ah nah. here's the difference it's not even i'm gonna go see it again but that is something it's I'm going to tell other people to see it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. It's yeah. like, or I'll go to and see it again with a buddy or something like yeah. that. It's like, oh, you're going? Oh, fuck yeah, I'll go see it again. And In fact, that's I think what, I did. And that's what makes the difference between like something that makes over a billion. And not every movie that makes over a billion is great. Avatar sucks. Jurassic World wasn't very good. But they still had that aspect. Like At least Avatar's visual effects, I get why you'd tell someone you got to fucking see this. Or why someone would want to see that again. Mm-hmm. None of the DC movies have any replay value. They're not that fun to begin with, and I imagine it'd be even worse if you watched them again. I mean, you think about it, you know, do I want to go see Batman Superman again? And immediately you think, do I want to hear Jesse Eisenberg speak ever again as, <laughs> as, as, as long as I live? And it's absolutely not. Because there's yeah. so many, that's what, what comes to your mind is the stuff you don't like mm-hmm. with DC movies. Like that's, uh, for me anyways, no, it's, like it's, not, it, it's yeah. not the stuff that you do like like it is with Marvel movies. Uh, it's just all the shit that you hated. And here's the final thought that, that is really hilarious is that if we do get a Lex Luthor Joker team up with Eisenberg and Leto, <laughs> which will probably happen, it's a good po- chance, it's going to feel... Exactly the same as the 66 Batman that all these fucking jabronis have been rebelling against and been mm. hating for years that they think is too campy. If you get those two fucking hamming it up like a Christmas dinner, like it's going to be fucking terrible. Yeah. Why did man kill God? God killed man because man needed God. And then like Jerry's just being like, you just I've need al- to laugh more. <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought that God had a good sense of Humor. humor. Oh, yeah. Terrible. I haven't figured out the laugh yet. I need to yeah. go back in my sensory deprivation yeah. tank. Hey, the thing with, with, with Jared Leto's Joker, the next time we talk about casting and how someone uh, you know looks and tweet about their appearance and, and everything, let's talk about their function in the story. Because mm. <laughs> that matters away the fuck more. You're you're messing with dangerous forces. I know. That's that's not gonna that's not gonna get ten million hits on nerdist.org. Enchantress. <laughs> oh god. That's literally how she how June Moon transformed. She just says Enchantress. That's it? No magic words? No, no. like Oh no, she yeah. she gets some cool gibberish words like later. Uh no Solomon, Hercules, Achilles, Zeus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh god, what's the other one? Fuck Mercury. Mm. Mercury, but what's the other A? It's Achilles. Alice. Alice, that's it. Yeah. Shazam! Yeah. <laughs> Poyle! <laughs> uh, Shazam! Uh, that's 
that's been it for us this week. Um, yeah, don't see it. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, if, uh, follow me on Twitter, at Best Jake Young. Uh, if uh, you go to dorkly.com right now, we put up an animated short that I wrote and uh, voiced about the Justice League teaser trailer. Uh, I'm very proud of it, and its topicality is dwindling rapidly. So check it out while you can. Also, I still think Wonder Woman might be good. And maybe I'm the addict now. <laughs> uh, it's, it, yeah, who knows? Looks, looks okay. Uh, didn't show the villain, so he won't matter, but it still looks okay. Um, you can follow me at the Mike Lawrence on Twitter, MikeLawrenceComedy.com. And uh, I am going to be touring all fall. Um, you could catch me at uh, Greenville, South Carolina, the 23rd through the 25th in september and then uh helium in portland uh september 29th through october 1st and uh, there'll be more dates just go to mikelawrencecomedy.com marcus this week on last podcast on the left the continuing nightmare that is albert fish mm. it's horrible it's, it's children now that's edgy <laughs> yada yada fish police oh. <laughs> for more shows like the one you just listened to go to cavecomedyradio.com 